What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Wings of Redemption, and we're back with Painkiller Already, episode 54. And you know, it's Cisco Disco, about spit a fat sack of Crisco with your boy, Ian, in the house. What's up, player? Happening. <laughs> Ian, welcome right. to the show. All right, Ian, we always Thank do you. one of these silly questions that's pretty much impossible to answer without either being a pussy or a weirdo. So here's the question this week. We're going with a stepsister question, correct? Yes. Which, I think okay. we should do more than one, but yeah, let's, let's Okay, we'll let's do, we'll do that, that and the mermaid, I think. All right, so here, here's the situation. You are, once again, let's just say 17, um, and you have a stepsister. Your father or mother has remarried, and you now have a stepsister who lives across the hall from you who is super fucking hot. We're talking kind of like Sarah. For some reason, we want the Sarah Michelle Gellar hot because she was in that movie uh, Cruel, Intentions, Cruel Intentions where she had the stepbrother that she was like flirting with, and it was really weird and awkward. Yeah. You can put Would it you have you sex want. with super hot across the room stepsister? It's a freaking trick question. This is a no brainer. <laughs> you would <laughs> think you so. <laughs> this is is a that no a yes? Brainer. There's absolutely no blood relation here. Absolutely. All okay, I but it's going to be really awkward at the breakfast table. Just saying. Yeah, I'm just going to eat in the garage. It's perfectly fine. All ahead full. Okay, okay. We've got, so we have a yes, I will fuck my sister from Ian. Good deal. Okay, question number two. You can quote him as uh, Sister Fucker Ian. Um, also known so, as... I take my breath this in the sister room, Ian. Yes. Why I go across the street when you go across the hall? I'm with you 100%. Question number two. You are going to have sex with a mermaid. That is already established, let's just say. Would you prefer to have a mermaid who ha- who is half fish on the bottom or half fish on the top? You have to have sex with one. Or your toes get turned to roast beef. Right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go half fish on the top, and then it's just a just a full blown skull skull fucking situation because I like those cold clammy lips. I'd imagine. Wait, wait. So you wanted to be a fish on the top, and you're still having oral oh. sex with her? You did it wrong. <laughs> like, but Ian, <laughs> like, what the hell like, is wrong with you? Wrong. <laughs> I thought. I thought. I I thought I was judging the whole anatomy. What kind of, of sick fuck are you? You're like, yeah, I want fish on the top, and then oral sex for days. <laughs> what the hell is with this guy? I think he got the perfect answer. <laughs> it's like, hell yeah, give me the half fish on the top. What are you thinking about? <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw, I thought of this question a little differently. Like, I'm picturing this, and I had it all on my own. Like, this being a survival situation, and, uh, and do I want my partner to be half fish on the top or the bottom? My mermaid partner. And, uh, I'm like, well, you know, I, I would think a regular mermaid, your standard top human, would be great, right? She, she could maybe catch food for us, bring in some fish, she could, uh, you know, do the whole oral thing, she could, you know, talk to me. Uh, I'm thinking that if she's human from the waist up, this is just a better companion in general. Now, what happens if she wants some, uh, some attention back, Woody? Where where does she want this attention? I'd kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> you getting yours, but she ain't getting hers. Um, yeah, I hadn't really thought You've that taken through. the question too far at this point. <laughs> oh move. wait, make Kyle uncomfortable was part of our goal here. So, <laughs> wait a minute. I, don't I know. think we have to establish one thing before we move along. What kind of fish? Because if it's a swordfish, good luck. Really? <laughs> what what is it about? S- what if it's but, a shark? It's a sawfish. All if fish is... If it's a shark, it's like Low-moving bottom feeder. Grouper. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, some fish have teeth. 
Okay. But from like, the waist uh, down, they're all the same, right? I, as far I as I know. I've never really tried to fuck a fish before, so I'm not quite sure. Wings? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> now, here's, a, here's a question for you, though, Kyle. Would you fuck a hot stepmother? Oh. No, I couldn't do that. No. What? Couldn't do, you couldn't do that to your dad? Like, seriously? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about the rest of the relationship. Yeah, come on. You can't do that to your dad. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah that's you not want to right. fuck your dad's wife. Fucking weirdos. <laughs> now, now. All right, all right, guys. Since we're all about making you uncomfortable, what if your dad's willing to let you and he'll give you a high five while doing it? Then that's <laughs> oh, no! Kyle's dad with man. those gigantic hands high-fiving him while he's at it? Jesus <laughs> Christ, you're talking about having a three-way with your dad now, dude. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. So wrong. So wrong. Kyle's father's hands would make me feel inadequate. I don't think I could take that. <laughs> I don't think I could take that during sex. Like that would just ruin it. That would be that would be horrible. Imagine me high fiving this guy, and, and he's got these like six inch long sausage fingers that just didn't envelop mine, and like <laughs> all sweaty and slimy. Oh yeah, Ian. You don't know father. Your Kyle's father is this like he's pretty much two humans morphed into one. He's just this gigantic, <laughs> enormous. I got, I got of a, a man. picture of like, hey Andre, give me five up high. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And then you like high five, and your whole arm and shoulder gets like pushed backwards. It's just totally not like even high five. And and you know, yeah, like I need to be made less of a man during sex. How about I don't do any three ways with Kyle's dad? Let, let's roll like that. Hey, him. <laughs> last time you guys high fived anybody? Last time I don't know. I'm, I've been more of a fist bumper lately, to be honest with you. I think there were some high fives at the paintball thing. Were there? There were definitely some fist bumps. I was involved. There, there were fist bumps. Mm-hmm. I had to go back to like grade school for my last high five. High five. We had to give Wings a high five. To come Pax Prime. You going to Pax Prime Wings? Yeah, in August. Yeah. I gotta go, right. I'm going to Columbus, Ohio next, not next week, but well, next weekend. What's there? MLG Columbus. Oh, that's right, that's right. That'll be a big deal. Hey, Ian, you on? I'm on. Alright, man. So tell me the story of how your parents met. I want to hear this thing again. Can you, can you deliver yeah. like this? Yeah, yeah, I think I can do that, man. As long as you guys can hear me. Can you hear me? Let's, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, my old man was in the military, and he uh, he got out, and he was sort of like a little loan shark. He had a little loan shark business going while he was in the military, and decided that uh, cash was king. That's what he wanted to do. Wait, all right, so wait, got- let's take a step back. How did your father become – we'll get to the marriage thing, I swear. <laughs> New topic. <laughs> your father was a loan shark in the military? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So he was working in uh, – when he went into the military, he met, met a bunch of guys on the way out, basically. He's like, look, i got to figure what I'm doing, like, right now. I can either carry a gun or do something else, basically. And they're like, dude, if we had to pick what you're going to do as an enlisted guy, we would go and we would be a cook. My father's like, all right, I'm right now. I'm asking for a cook. That's what I want to be. So he ended up going to a motor pool in France. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys coming in and out where they were moving from one place to another in, in France. And he would, uh, some guys didn't drink. He'd sort of like trade them good food for whatever the coupons they had, whatever they were doing. Or they would like for cigarettes or alcohol. He knew they weren't going to use it, so he basically trade them food for that. So he basically had the currency on the base, which was food and then these tickets that you could use to buy don't stuff they, from the commissary. Don't they get food for free? 
he was doing food for officers. So he had sort of like access to a little bit better food, and he had access to it pretty much all the time. Uh-huh. Okay, so was, there, give... was he, was he, work, was he like selling alcohol as well? He was selling the tickets. No, he was selling oh, out okay. and, and, yeah, and cash. So a lot of guys would just, you know, drink their money away or drink their tickets away, and then he basically had cash. If somebody needed cash in between times where they didn't have any, he would lend it to them, but at a super high interest rate, like 50%. And he knew all the guys that knew where people were moving and when, like when different groups of guys were getting sent out to different places. And he would say, look, if this guy's leaving, let him let, let me know because he owes me a shitload of money. And he had guys that would strong arm for him, too. He had a whole little situation going. It was pretty good. So when he got some, and he had a car. He had a girlfriend in Paris. He had an apartment all on this little business he had going on, basically loan sharking money and buying tickets from people and supplying them with food. When he got back from the military, he was on the GI Bill. He said he wanted to do something that involved cash. And what he thought that he wanted to get into was cutting hair. And he met my mom there. My mom had won a beauty contest in Jamaica and was going to a beauty school in New York. And they were doing, they were both doing a day where they were doing hair coloring. And uh, my father dilated his hair fucking purple. And then decided when she started screaming, saw her in the chair, he pushed her out the door in you know, like a chair. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck you. Pushed it out of the door into the street, and then love sprung eternal from that. My mother was like the next chair over. But it was so, fun. so he dyed a lady's hair purple. She was all pissed off. And he, yeah, and it was, was one just... of those things where yeah, it was one of those things where like if you wanted to come in for like a free or close to nothing haircut, you walk up the street and the person who's learning will cut your hair. And it was a day they were doing hair coloring, so people coming in off the street and for like close to nothing were getting their hair cut and colored. And apparently at the time, coloring was pretty difficult. This is, you know, early 60s. And my father didn't get it right. He dyed a lady's hair purple or green. I forgot what my mother said. But when she took the, when he took the thing off her head, she was like, what the fuck? He's like, you don't like it? Fuck you. <laughs> and wheeled her out the door in the street. <laughs> in the chair? Back. He just pushed her right in the hell the out the door? Yeah, yeah. Fucking door swung out and she was on the, on the sidewalk. And, and this made your mother fall in love? That was it, man. That was that was what tipped the scales right there. Yeah. Like that's the guy I gotta have. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious, man. Uh, it's, dude, did you guys hear Modern Warfare Three brought the nuke back? Sweet. Sweet, you think? Good or bad? Yeah. I don't know. As long as, as long as the fuck attack and search like Black Ops, it's a good thing. Nuke nuke never bothered me unless it was a free for all. It bothered you in free for all, huh? Yeah, because of boosters. Oh, right. Maybe if there was no free, no nuke in free-for-all, then you'd be yeah. set. Because there's no tech in certain black ops in free-for-all. Just do that, you're fine. I want them to have, like, cage match. But just put all the boosters there. Stop bothering me. <laughs> the, uh, I, think, I think we lost Kyle. Oh, I'll work on that. Uh, um, but yeah, the nuke, the nuke was fun. The nuke is, was something that I, yes, it promotes kill whoring like a mug. And if they bring the nuke back, I, is there is there word on stackable kill streaks yet? No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's going to be stackable kill streaks. Huh. But um, because I, I remember Hutch saying something about it. Would you rather have stackable kill streaks or extra flares? And Hutch was unhappy that they something about stackable kill streaks. Which stackable kill streaks is fine to me. I think it makes the game move faster. It makes the game more fun. It can't be any worse than Blackbird. Blackbird is one of the most broken kill streaks they've ever put on the game. Even though kill streaks are not stackable, it's way OP. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but it is an eight kill streak. It's not that easy to get. Yeah, so is so is Chopper Gunner, but he gets not out the sky and nobody cares. Well let me ask you this. If you get Blackbird, how many kills do you think that's worth? Four or five? Okay. More. No, More if you get if you get Blackbird, your whole it might be worth four or five to you. Yeah, but four it, or five but, for everybody on your team, so end up twenty five kills, something like that. Uh that may be overdoing it, but I the Blackbird builds in so many ways. Think about it this way. It could easily it, it could easily help help you get a chopper gunner that you normally wouldn't get. It could do that. It could help your teammate get an encounter UAV he wasn't going to get, a Sam turret he wasn't going to get. It's a huge boost to everything. It, it builds other blackbirds on your team, so you have a yeah, continuous yeah. blackbird. Yeah, it's huge. It's, it's, it's OP. Blackbirds never kill. return ever. It's back. Yeah. It's, it's back. Uh, oh hell, Predator I, I, Blackbird I, nuke. Yeah. So um. Uh, you know, this is uh, Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs, everyone knows him. He's a long-time YouTuber. He, he apparently got some information on killstreaks and um, perks. And uh, there's one called Global Hawk, which they're interpreting to mean Blackbird. Oh, man. If Blackbird's back with stackable killstreaks, my, my shit's going to be sitting like Predator, Blackbird, AC-130 or something like that. Super <laughs> easy. Yeah. I, you know, so stackable killstreaks are a tricky thing for me. Like, on one hand... It's kind of fun when things go well, they go super well. I, like, I just really enjoyed stackable killstreaks. I like that when I get to five, getting to seven is nearly automatic. And, and getting a pavlo is, you know, there's a good chance of that too, and it just, it's fun. On the other hand, you know, some people they play for kills instead of for wins. They point. still do that now. It's just, <laughs> you still stack killstreaks, blackbird, ta- chopper gunner, attack dogs. As soon as you get a blackbird, it stacks the other two. Would, um, would Call of Duty be better if they didn't even track KD in objective games? No, I wouldn't even play the shit. Yeah, you're... I mean, like, you, you see guys playing headquarters, <coughs> wings, and they get, like, one cap over four games because they're well, just I, going... F- it's because I don't play headquarters. Y'all know <laughs> I don't play headquarters. <laughs> yeah, it... You, wouldn't I think if they didn't, they they could track TDM and free for all. And guess what? Or, or if, KD. They, if KD did not exist in the game, I would still be playing for KD. It's the way I play. So I, what I enjoy doing, I enjoy killing a lot of people with very little deaths. And, and you know, camping, you know, kill streaks do not make campers. You know what makes campers? Players sucking at the game. You can take any game at any time, any area. You could take Brink for example. Brink has half the team freaking computers, and there was campers camping against the computer. Because they couldn't win gunfights any other way. That's what creates campers. Not nukes. Not stackable kill streaks. I don't know about stackable kill streaks. Nukes definitely create campers too. You know, when you have to get twenty five kills without a death, then you know that's that's yeah. part of the deal, right? You have to be conservative. Well, you also you also get public enemy number one as soon as somebody on the other team realizes what's happening. Mm. Yeah. How many times have you called somebody out like he's close to the nuke, everybody get him? If you know where he is, right, and and you know, apparently he's, he's killed like twenty people. Obviously, somebody's called him out at that point. <laughs> you don't know where he is, though, and you don't know if he's killed no. twenty people without dying. You probably don't know where he is. You need to camp to get a nuke, right? That's just, it's it's part of the deal. That's what happens. Um, stackable kill streaks. I I think they're a good thing. I think they made it more fun. I would love it if they didn't track KD at all in objective modes. You know, KD is a. You know what? Here's what I would do. 
in free for all, they should track how many kills you get per game on average, because that's what free for all is kills per game. In TDM, they should track your KD spread per game, right? That'd be really neat, you know. Look, I can pull a four or five KD in TDM probably most of the time if I'm happy with going four and one, right? Well, anybody could do that. If they only tracked your KD spread, then I'd be looking like a three, which isn't all that impressive. If KD spread was the TDM thing that they tracked, if number of kills was the free-for-all thing they tracked, if um, in Domination, for example, maybe they tracked um, probably just win-loss would be the best way to do that. The only way, like to, that, only way to do what you're wanting them to do is take kill streaks completely out of objective as well. Not kill streaks. Yeah, kill streaks. Because look here, you think if people are sitting there because of KD? No, people sit there because the game types are longer and they can get those big kill streaks and pawn ass. That's what people go to domination for to get the big kill streaks. They know exactly where the guys are going to spawn at. They know exactly where they're going to be at. Know exactly where they aim to AC one thirty to pound them over and over and over again. And you're never going to get rid of that unless you get rid of KD stats, everything to do with stats and kill streaks. To the point there's only win lost, and in that point you have to fix the system so every time it migrates you don't give free losses out. Nah, I mean, they, see the thing is a lot of guys play TDM in these objective modes, and they do it because it's easier to get a good. It's easier to get, for example, an eleven kill streak when you're sitting there guarding B all game long. You know, in TDM you have to watch your flanks in a way that you don't in domination or in capture the flag. You can sit there and defend your home flag. And get yourself an 11 kill streak fairly easily. In TDM, there's really no, I mean, the traffic patterns are different. It's harder. You're talking that, this, I'm thinking of like this. You, you can sit there and struggle with B all game with mid, middle of the road guys, or you can just go get really good strong players and, and their domination turns into TDM because the other team has no chance to get yeah. to the B flag because they can never win a gunfight. That's how my yeah. dominations work out. I still think tracking your KD ratio in an objective game is just a bad idea. You know, it, it it leaves some guys getting carried or, or guys assigning themselves the Slayer role who shouldn't be Slayers. It, um, I, I would really like to see KD only tracked. Uh, shucks, I don't know that KD is a really worthwhile stat anywhere. I'd like to see win-loss in objective games. I'd like to see um, well, you can't, number of you kills can't and free-for-all. So they fix the problem where it give free losses out. Well, yeah, that's true. I'd like to see... Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, the KD spread for TDM should be the the, tra- the thing that everybody tracks, right? You know, a guy that goes twenty five and twenty is probably more valuable than a guy that goes five and one. And you know, I like I like the fact that they show KD in objective game most because it t- tells me who I can yell at. <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to play games. Is Kyle still here, Kyle? Yes, sir. All right, just checking on you. What do you think? I should was just. Have- Continue. Should they have KD in objective games? No. It would improve player behavior. I think that they should, like, like honestly, like, like I kind of see through new eyes these days. I honestly feel like they should remove kill death ratio completely from the game. But in all game modes, I, I think st- stat tracking is a bit silly, um, and it promotes a lot of bad behavior and doesn't promote, and it, it promotes more bad behavior than it does good behavior. And I think at the end of the day, like, more people would be happy without it than would be happy with it. And, and that's that's the goal. As a, as a game developer, uh, you know, they can't listen to the hardcore crowd. They can't listen uh, to, the, to the casual crowd. They've got to meet somewhere in between to make the maximum amount of people happy. And I think removing all stats from the game would make more people happy than 
leaving them in there in the, in the long run. In the long yeah, run, but in the long yeah. run, people, the hardcore crowd would lose interest in the game, and you'd lose a lot of your fall off. Ah. So in in Halo, you're ranking right. Like everyone, I think everyone would like to be a level fifty Halo player, and the way to do that is through win loss. And while I'm not a huge Halo guy, my observation has been that even strangers have a desire to work together and win games. Whereas in Call of Duty, you know, people would just sit on top of buildings and go for kills. Well, here, here, with this being said, if Call of Duty had no stats whatsoever, you scrubs out there in Radio Land, you're still going to get AC-130 pounded by me because <laughs> I'm still going to camp in objective game mode, even if it's not <laughs> recorded. Cause Wait a minute, I, know I thought I you said campers were legs. campers because they weren't good. Didn't you just <laughs> You're say right. that? I'm, I'm, I'm a camper because my internet connection is not good. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so I got a topic for Kyle. Kyle, okay. when you shoot guns, you say you have the magic ability to close your ears? I do. Can you tell us more about how you close your ears? Um... I'm trying to think of like, uh, all right, do you, do you know, and, and I know people are, I'm not even looking at the stream, but I know they are already fucking with me. Um, you know how you like <laughs> pop your ears when like uh, you're changing elevation, like you yawn and you get that feeling of your ears like adjusting? Well, like you, you hold your nose and you kind of pressurize? Uh, kind of like that. It's sort of like that. I, I, all I know is that when I do it, I can't hear myself talking anymore. I can only hear the vibration that my mouth is making. I can literally, like, I, I, I think it's, I literally think that I'm squeezing my ear ducts closed or in some way. That or maybe putting pressure on the surrounding tissue that's around my eardrums and causing them not to vibrate anymore. Something like that. It feels like I'm flexing a muscle that's inside of my head. <laughs> some of you are like, that's your brain. But so you're, I, I don't know how to describe it, but I do this thing. I guess it's kind of akin to some people can wiggle their ears and some can't. And uh, at the end of the day, like, sounds are much, much lower. It's not as good as earmuffs, but I don't have any hearing damage, and I have shot some crazy, crazy shit without any hearing protection. I heard you had some hearing damage. What? <laughs> well played. Uh, uh, yeah, the... Like, uh, the rumor is, you know, you're on one story, like, second story of the house, listening to a headset, and people downstairs can listen, too. Oh, now, let me just say this. When I listen to music, or when, uh, <laughs> when I'm watching a movie, I like it loud as fuck. And that has nothing to do with, like, me, like, not being able to hear it when it's low. I just like to feel the bass and, like, have it rocking. Like, I've, lately I've been uh, addicted to the Lonely Island, you know, the, uh, I'm the alpha. Yes. Alpha oh, you listen to that repeatedly? That's this even so. <laughs> yeah, that. I, uh, I love that. I love that <laughs> fucking song, and I have listened to it dozens and dozens of times, and it's, it's fucking awesome. Nice. So, when you close your ears, do you, like, move your jaw, or just sort of clench it, or. No, it's uh, it doesn't have anything to do with my jaw. It's like it's literally I feel it behind like where my ears sit on my head. I, I seriously cannot explain it. It's 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 like flexing a muscle, but when I do it, like like I'm doing it right now, and I seriously can barely hear my own voice. Huh. There is a guy in the stream who claims he can also close his ears. Ian, have you ever heard of anything like this? I don't think Ian's heard of his mic. 
<laughs> no, no, I, I, I heard a little wrong. bit of what Ian said. And That's because he wasn't talking. <laughs> no, Ian said something. He said, if you've ever seen the Lonely Island song, Shirani, he sounded a little bit like Shirani. You know, you guys are typing some mean shit in the comment box, and I don't know if it's the joking fuck piles or the mean ones, and it's hurting my feelings. So you can just oh, say I, I, I let it pass over my head just like the kids that say they're better than me. Yeah, that's why I'm always at the top, and you're always somewhere in the middle. Yeah, Kyle, I have a lot of confidence that these guys <laughs> love you, man. It, it, can you guys write love, Kyle, in, in the stream? There's a lot I of fuck, fuck uh, if you're a lady. <laughs> there we go. We're getting love, Kyle's, oh, sex, cool. Kyle's. All, all this uh, love, Kyle, you got to bring to condoms because that's just getting expensive. Uh, can we uh, can we switch away from um, gaming and talk about some new releases and movies and some movies that we've seen? Uh, yep, I've got a couple topics too, though. Did do you want to go to movies, Kyle? Are you down for that? Or I don't care. All I know is I watched the King's speech the other day and it was fucking awesome. I got that on Blu-ray and it didn't work on my DVD or my Blu-ray player. I watched it on IceFilms.info. Uh, which is my favorite streaming mega uploadish type site where you can steal movies from people who. Painkiller Red does not endorse the piracy of movies or any form or nature. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So you and the King's Speech. What is it about? It's about uh, King George the Sixth, or he would become King George the Sixth. He was the uh, the Duke of York. Basically, it's during World War. Uh, just broad strokes. Uh, just prior to World War II, the King of England died. Um, he had two sons. One of them was a, uh, a dumbass who was infatuated with this American woman who'd been twice divorced and therefore could not be queen. And the other son, uh, who's the, the main uh, character in the movie, stammered or stuttered, as we would call it. And it's about his speech therapy. This sounds incredibly boring, but seriously, if you like good acting, you'll really enjoy it. It's not a Michael Bay movie. There are no explosions. But it's oh. really well acted, and it's a great story. And uh, what are you uh, talking about? Helen, no explosions. Helen, yeah, exactly. Helen ba- Helen Bonham Carter. I think I think I got her name right. The Who chick is, from Fight Club. The chick from Fight Club, and pretty much everything that uh, has a uh, druggie in it. Yeah, what's that director who did Edward Scissor's hand, Scissor Hands and all those other movies? Um, Burton. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's his wife. I want to say I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that's his wife. She does a really good job in it. All the actors do a really good job in it. It's a great story, and it's completely true because, like, I remember hearing like the other half of that story about the about the uh, the son who became king, and he's the only king of England who ever abdicated the throne because he wanted to be with this uh, this Simpson woman who was from uh, America who had been divorced twice, and it's a really shady deal with her. She had connections to the Nazis, and it's an interesting story on all sides. When I was in college, um, this is before the internet was really widespread. I don't even, I'm sure it existed. It existed in like the sixties, but it wasn't anything like the internet of today. And, um, uh, but when I was in college, so what I'm trying to say is there was no ready access to porn, but, uh, I went to like someone else's dorm room and there was a screening of Edward penis hands <laughs> and it was hilarious. His hands, instead of being scissors, were penises. And at the end of, uh, you know, at the end of his hands, he like clipped things up and there were like feathers flying through the air or something like that. They did a, um, a similar thing with uh, like 10 money shots flying through the air. <laughs> yeah, it's burned into awful. my head. Yeah, college. Woo. 
<laughs> and internet we, in the sixties. They did. Like they, Ian, do you know when the internet was invented? I think it was in like the, it was called the ARPANET or something like that. It was a military project, and it started in the sixties. ARP, yeah, that, something wrong. Ian, Ian's virtually not a guest anymore. His mic doesn't work at all. But um, uh, yeah, I think it was called the ARPA or DARPA or something like that, and uh, um, that's when it first started. But of course, DARPA, it wasn't. That- really- isn't, Isn't that, that the thing from, from Lost? Lost? <laughs> I got fooled by the stream. Hey, um, uh, how much schooling does Ian have to go through to be a Cisco tech? Tons, I'm sure. <laughs> um, it was ARPA, no D. That's that's the deal. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. I'm he, just trying he, to say, because this is back when a floppy disk and like computers took up whole rooms, right? It started in the 50s. In the 50s and early 60s, the internet was first started. But uh, it didn't really become the internet that we know until like the mid nineties. I wonder if they traded seen. porn in the fifties. Uh, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, internet did get, get, didn't catch on to the nineties, right? Like the early nineties. Yeah, that's when browsers kind of took off, like graphical browsers, and then from there the internet just started skyrocketing. Uh, so, did, can we get an Ashley awesome. update? What's new with her? I go tomorrow to do the video where we hand her the checks. Really? So mm-hmm. how much did you raise? $8,000. Nice, man. That's huge. So that she'll get a check for eight grand. she will get a check for eight grand, and I'm donating the other two. And you're donating two grand on your own? Yep. Man. You know, I saw some jackass on the internet. The internet has no shortages of jackasses saying, like, you know, oh, Wings is only doing this for the way that it helps him or whatever. And it's like, dude, you don't get that. Wings, I, I knew you were giving two grand out of your own pocket. That, that was a really generous thing to do, man. That was really cool. Well, I prom- it's more about keeping my word. I promised her I'd get her the money. And I wanted to get it by the end of the school when donations kind of like slowed down. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I pretty much used every, uh, you know, attachment that I had. Like every every cord I could pull, every phone I could get to get the video more in, in other people's eyes. I'm like... Well, I'd rather her have the money than uh, me go back on my word because I promised her the money. So I was going, I'll donate the two grand. That's awesome, man. That's that's really cool. I'd like to see some updates to see, um, you know, if she has any improvements from the therapy. Like that would be neat to see too. Real change in life. I actually uh, planned on doing that. Um, I actually plan on going down in Charleston to visit her when she's doing her therapy. So you'll probably get to see her in the actual bariatric chamber in the whole nine. Wow, man. That'll be neat. That'll and, be neat. you know, hopefully between this and the barbecue we had, we'll raise enough money to get her a new chair as well. She needs a new wheelchair? Yeah, she has an electric wheelchair that broke down. And that, like in the video, she was she had an old standard hospital wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So she can't, she can't move on her own anymore because she can't physically move the chair. She has to have her helper do it. So, um, so yeah, hopefully we raise enough money to get her, get her van, get her, get her treatment paid for, get her food, whatever, and get her a new chair. So hopefully it all that works. You want to get her a van too? Yeah, that's part of the $10,000 I said, because the $10,000, it's $5,000 for the treatment. The other 5000 is to rent a hotel while they're down there and rent a van capable of, you know, so she can travel because you got to have a handicap accessible van. Huh? That, isn't that have like that. crazy expensive? It is crazy expensive. That's why we raised ten thousand dollars. 
Because this is only for a month. This is one month worth of treatment. Wow, man. That's good for you, man. Well done. I mean, because uh, the government doesn't consider her disabled. They they get no help. What? They get, they get no help. She has cerebral palsy, right? Right. Who doesn't and consider that disabled? She don't get no. She don't get no check. Her mother gets no help. Gets no aid. Doesn't even get Medicare. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know the inner workings of her life. All I know is what I've been told. Yeah. And uh, they live in a pretty shabby place. I've seen it, and they don't want it on video, so I can't show that. Huh. So, because so, what happened is, her her the, her caretaker <clears throat> is her grandmother. Her mother. When she realized she had cerebral palsy, um, basically dropped her off at her grandmother's and left the state. So she left her on her own. And then her husband, he got sick because he's in his 80s now, and he's on oxygen, and he had to quit work. He, he worked at Builder's First Source, and that really put him in a bind because all she had was her bus driving job, which is about 19000 a year conservatively. And that gets spread out through the entire year because they take three months off in the middle when school's out. And they pay them during that three months, so they kind of thin the checks out through the entire year. Mm-hmm. And they get paid a salary, so they have hardly any income coming in. So I figured I'd step in and see what I could do to help. I mean, worst comes to worst, I help somebody at the end of the day. Because you know, you lose, you you earn and lose money throughout your entire life. It's what you do with your money when you have it is what defines you as a person. I mean, I could go take that $2,000 and buy like some sound system that I might sell later for 300 bucks, or I could take that $2,000 and give it to somebody and see a physical change in somebody's life and have a memory that will last me longer than a sound system. That's why I'm putting it out there. Good deal, man. Wings of Redemption for the win. So what else we got on the... Oh, can we go, can we go to the movies now? Yeah, go ahead. Alright, so I watched, uh, I told you I watched The King's Speech. I definitely like that. I also watched uh, The Right with Anthony Hopkins where he's possessed by uh, the devil or whatever. And that was a huge fucking letdown. And then I watched The Mechanic, which is the movie where, uh, what's the bald British guy who's like the new action star? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Statham. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's a Charles Bronson remake, people. Alright, and then that was a huge letdown for me, too. I do like his co. I like his co-star better than I like him. Honestly, he was the guy from Pandorum, uh, Three Ten to Yuma, and uh, Thirty Days of Night. Those are the hey, three that I can remember. Did from. you see the original, Kyle? I did not. Also, Hello Grace. I know you're well, listening. Well, tell me later in the in the Skype chat how the ending of that movie happens. All right, I'll do that. How the how the ending of the mechanic happens? Yeah, I want to see if it stays true to the original. Okay. Kyle has all these beastly movies, and he's making me feel inadequate because, well, I'll just say it. I've been getting into Glee, the TV show. What a faggot. (laughs) Dude, dude. See, those kids are talented. You go get some decoration, Woody? (laughs) Yeah, man. I watch, and I'm like, I think they're really singing. Now, they're lip-syncing, obviously, in the show, but uh, those are the actual actors' voices, and, and... I'm just, you know, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Woody. I'm pretty sure, and and like, I, I, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said faggot. That's that's a pretty harsh word. I, I don't like using that word. But seriously, that is is a, is a show that's gotta be. Its main demographic has to be 14 year old girls and mm-hmm. young adolescent homosexual boys who are trying to uh, like find a a place in life. And, and Woody's gamertag. Yeah. <laughs> uh. 
Somebody in his dream wrote, the cheerleading squad next Woody, year. go sit in the corner and think about what you've done wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, Glee cracks me up. Now, Netflix only has like, I don't know, 18 shows or something like that online, so I'm nearly done. But uh, yeah, I, I, I've just been watching Glee. It's you know what's like funny? A-, a teenage girl literally just messaged me and goes, I like Glee, sad face. <laughs> okay, but she she says I know grown women who like Glee as well, so that's okay. Oh, so now yeah. you want a show that's for grown women, young girls, and adolescent homosexual boys trying now, to buddy, adjust. You want to get some man points back? Go ahead and turn mm. your Netflix on tonight and watch Swamp People. Swamp People is it good? Yeah, it's about catching gators in Louisiana. That sounds boring. I, I tried to watch that one about exterminators, and it was lame, man. That's good. It's a good show. They have. Reality shows do not know what the fuck they're doing. These, you know, who needs a reality show? Fucking Epic Meal Time. Epic Meal Time. Need, I was thinking about this today. They either need to be on National Geographic, uh, the Food Network, or tra- or the Travel Channel. Imagine Harley traveling to like weird corners of the world, and like them like putting him in the household of a family who had no idea what Epic Meal Time is, and him cooking a traditional dish but making it epic. Is that <laughs> not a fucking awesome show? Send Dude, that motherfucker to Thailand and let him cook a baby. That's what I want to see. <laughs> that is baby. what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, man, I would like to see YouTube used more as a talent source. Like, I swear advertisers and, like, TV networks, they don't understand the, the talent pool that comes out of YouTube. I'm not really talking about me. But, like, you know, FPS Russia, Epic Mealtime, The Storm, the, these guys could get recognized and picked up and do huge things. The, the, the time of finding rock bands by going from club to club is over. You know, yeah, YouTube, YouTube is a mu- man. There's some much, great talent on YouTube. Yeah, th- there's amazing talent on YouTube. If guys were to pick them up and do something with them, it would be really, really cool. Listen, hater, we're going to get a bacon wrap cat today on Epic Meal Time. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I think he had some serious balls for in the last episode of Epic Meal Time. For those of you who didn't see, it was called Super Mutant Ninja Turtle Soup. And they cooked turtles and made a Ninja Turtle Soup. And they got a lot of hate for that, and they had to know it was coming. But here's mm. the thing, like they were I saw some of the most ignorant comments in the comment box. Somebody said something like turtles are in danger. Dude, there was a huge pile of them in the in the fucking grocery store sitting there already dead. Like 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 like, like how could you hate on that? And you, they ate they ate them. And people are always talking about how they're like wasting food, like I bet they throw it away. I've t- I don't Harley's think they do. Me. They don't. Yeah. I've talked to Harley about this. They eat it all. They eat, they that, eat that ridiculous that stuff. Food. I want to see, like, has there been any change in their body since the show started? Like, yes, just... Harley has gained a little weight. Um, <laughs> I watched their first video tonight, uh, earlier tonight, or earlier today, I guess you should say. And I think he's gained a little weight, but, like, not as much as you would think. Because I'm yeah. sure that I, I, I don't have any lasagna? confirmation. I don't have when any they... confirmation on this, but I guarantee there have been epic meals that they just didn't use. But they ate them. I bet they ate them. <laughs> What do you, oh, oh, you mean didn't use on the on the channel? Yeah, yeah, man. They, what that, that fast food lasagna? That was crazy. That that what they use like fifteen Wendy's burgers, fifteen McDonald's burgers, fifteen Burger King burgers, fifteen something else burgers, and like it was it was insane. Oh, then of course a layer of bacon between each one. <laughs> How many calories did it have? Like forty five thousand or sixty five thousand yeah, calories? That was. Yeah, well, what happened to us going to go eat an epic meal? I bet the invitation's still open if you want to go to uh, Canada. Yeah, I'm down. Eat an epic meal? 
I'd want a burger, son. I couldn't eat no turtles. If you, um, I, you won't have to go that far. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Okay. I'm down, I'm down for an epic meal. Yeah, you keep me in mind. I, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'd like to know more. <clears throat> I want some barbecue injected. I got a question for Kyle and for Wings. What what would be different? How would your life be different right now if you weren't if you had never done YouTube commentaries? We've answered this one before, but I'll do it again. Yeah, let's hear it. I'd probably be working some crappy ass factory job. I wouldn't be driving what I'm driving right now. I'd probably still be driving the burgundy truck. I'd probably be hating life, and I'd probably never got back into the dating pool. You think? No, no, no. Let's say that you got into this. Um, you, you had your factory job. You'd be up. You'd be about. I mean, you were thinner when you left that your last job, right? So the the gaming started off as a dark period. Yeah, the gaming started off as a dark period, but the fact is, <clears throat> through having a job that I have pretty much access to any time of the day, I can pretty much I work I work around what I want to do, and. With that, it gives you confidence, and you know, you know, the money is one thing, but it's just the exposure, being able to talk to people, is what I'm actually talking about. You know, I've become more, of a, more, more of a public speaker. I've become more sociable. I've become easier to get around. I've been able to read people better, and I've had to deal with getting thicker skin and actually blowing stuff off. Um, it just makes you all around better, easier person to be around because you can communicate so easily with people. And you understand people because you see people from all walks of life. You see time and time again people doing that struggle to try to make it on something. You see people going to work. You see how different people react to you, and you see how different people live. And all this happens. I, I These are just experiences I would not have working a job that I hated because I hated working that factory job. No matter how much more movement you have, working in a factory sucks. Anybody that tells you different is a liar. It does. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, it doesn't sound like a cool thing. I don't. Cal, how would you be different if you didn't do commentaries? Um, I'd still be working in the car business and not be able to really travel like I want. Like as of now, like I'm traveling more than I want. So, like you know, just so far this year, twice to Chicago, Philadelphia, Boston, Tennessee, twice. Uh, Florida and, uh, and like, you know, just, just in the next month or two, it's Tennessee twice again, Kentucky, Idaho, Colorado, Florida twice, um, think about LA, we, we've met New York that we we would probably not be able to meet working our regular jobs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really nice because, um, I don't know, you get to do a lot of crazy stuff in my, in my situation, get a lot, get to meet a lot of people that. You wouldn't normally get to meet. Um, I'm getting to go on like this uh, this crazy fishing stri- fishing trip with like uh, a couple of retired fuck a couple of retired generals, um, like King Marlin fishing or something. Apparently, they're like 350 to 500 pounds. It's like a three day fishing trip. It's, Where? I have no idea. I'm, I want to say Florida. It's okay. it's like an all expense. That basically, it was described to me. They put you on a boat. They hand they put the bait on the on the rod cast it and hand it to you and then you do all you do the reeling and they do everything else yeah i've been on a trip like that they uh they do they actually they handle everything up to hooking the fish and then they hand a hook fish over to you and you try and reel it in and uh yeah that's your job on the thing that's 
And then if uh, then they clean it and such if you're going to eat it afterwards. With marlin, oftentimes they let it go. But if you catch like mahi-mahi or something like that, then uh, they'll take it back and clean it for you. And yes, for all those of you who keep spamming it, spamming it, I know I was on G4 today and I know that Philip DeFranco mentioned me. Oh, I appreciate deal. you guys following. It's awesome. You, oh. YouTube's been cool for me too. Like I, I, One of the things I value the most, mm-hmm. I think, is the people that I've met. Like that's... It's a really cool thing. You know, I, I've traveled for a couple events. I've met new people. I have online friends I spend a lot of time with, actually. And uh, and that's pretty neat. If it wasn't for that, I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd probably be still off-roading uh, as much as I used to. And uh, I've, I've almost stopped on that. I need to kick it back up again. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'd have another side business by now. I have a tendency of just collecting as much work as I can handle. Do you want to talk about the uh, the future paintball trip, Mr. Woodrow? Yeah, so it's um, scheduled for, what, June 23rd through 26th? Does that sound right to you? <laughs> Dude, I get dates thrown left and right. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> I, I have it right. I have it right. So it's a tentative date, June 23rd through 26th. We're going to go back there. And uh, I guess I'll... I was going to say I'm going to pwn some noobs, but I'm going to avoid getting pwned like the noob I actually am. I think Seriously, that's- dude, when we go back again, it's going to be a completely different experience, and it's going to be so much. Not that what we did wasn't fun. This is going to be one of those, basically, this is going to be like we'll have however many people show up. They'll be set up at picnic tables, and we'll do our, like, um, we'll we'll set up the same way we did last time. You know, we'll be inside an air-conditioned building, get our shit together. We'll have sodas and everything. And then, you know, we'll get our paint, get our gear, go out, we'll play two or three games, and then repeat that process. We'll go in for like five minutes, re- re-kit up, and then do it again. And do that pretty much all day. And it's not I one of those things... I would love that. I would yeah. love that. <laughs> it's, it, it's not that situation where you have to walk miles and miles. Like, seriously, um, they could put me and you on a golf cart, and we could just kind of like... Because, I mean, let's. it sounds kind of like a bitch move, but because there's, you know, there might be two or three hundred people there... But think about it, like like those two or three hundred people don't have to play every game. We do. We're you know, <laughs> let's face it, they're coming there to you know to play with us, and we have to be in every single game. I was in every single game we played last time, and we played eight hours a day for two days in a row, and it was twenty eight degrees. I keep repeating this. It's like one of those things. Like I walked through the snow to school ten miles, but seriously, it was fucking snowing, snowing twenty eight degrees. And I, I am not in awesome, uh, like, running shape. But I, I played in every single game all day for the fucking two days. And my legs were dead. So, like, a big part of that is the walking to and from the fields. But we can get on Bedlam and run that shit all day if we want, which is the coolest Man, field anyway. Bedlam is incredible. There was some footage of it in my, my video that I up today. They built a town. They built, like, a fake town. And it has all these real cars and there's real paved streets with real sidewalks. And it, it's like, dude, it's like favela. It's like playing favela in real life with paintballs. It's, yeah. it's the coolest thing. It's, <laughs> I really, really liked it. So did you run into any real campers? Yes. yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> dude. So in, paintball has, people fussed at me in my comments from here, you know, from time to time for, to, for comparing paintball to Call of Duty. But it is so much like Call of Duty. A lot of the things that, that, a lot of the tactics that you know from Call of Duty, like moving from cover to cover, limiting the exposure, knowing which directions they're coming from, you know, popping in and out, those things that, that you do in Call of Duty apply to real life paintball as well. And, and just like Call of Duty, dying isn't the worst thing in the world, so if you can like get a quad and die, you're fine, right? That was good. As opposed to like a military engagement where you'd probably camp it butt off. But, um, 
Uh, yeah, so there were campers. There were people who would sit there at the back of the map and just want to live for as long as they can. And, and, and Kyle mentioned, like, the penalty for dying in paintball, a lot of guys asked about this, in the games that we played last weekend was that you had to walk back to this area they called the hospital. And then the hospital had these windows, 10 minutes on, 10 minutes off, where you could respawn. It was the walk. There was like a 15-minute walk back to the hospital and then a 15-minute walk back to the, um, like the battlefield, I'll, I'll call it, you know, where the engagements are happening. And that was, I mean, that's a bit of work, to be honest with you. And you're, you're of course, out of the game for a while. That was why I didn't want to die. It wasn't the sting of a paintball. It was the the test, the endurance of walking back there. And it's warm yeah. and you're wearing a lot of clothes and stuff like that. So, Fuck uh, that. I, I wore, I, I had a cool jersey, but I took that thing off after the first day and just wore a fucking t-shirt. And, and seriously, when we go back, I'm going to wear basketball shorts, a t-shirt, and knee pad. I like, think you can wear shorts. I can if it's my event. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Woody, perhaps you don't understand. I'm uh, kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, you know, I'm not an arrogant fuck or anything, but like, it, we're there for me. I'm not wearing a fucking pants. It's fucking hot. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'll probably dress up like a normal paintball player. The, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh, everyone was like, like, oh, FPS Rush is such a badass. He's wearing a t-shirt. And I, I didn't like call you out, but I'm like, actually, he didn't like the heat. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, it's that fucking was hot. <laughs> it's fucking hot out there. Like, like, seriously, like, uh, like when we would go back in after I, I I especially like I couldn't I had a hard time keeping up with the group and, and and Eric who was who had the camera, but like I would I started walking at one point and I literally walked for half an hour through the woods before I found people and I just I had walked so far I was on the other team's side of the map and the, the teams have like six hundred people on them so like you'd walk up behind six or seven people who expected you to be on their team and you just shoot them all in the back. It was fucking awesome. Didn't they call you awesome. out? Like you said, you got like a twenty-seven kill streak. How did that happen? Uh, I just kept walking up behind people, and there would be groups of five. Like I walked up behind a uh, a, a hospital or something, which is basically you get shot and you like wave your card over a post and you're healed or something like that. I don't know how it works, but there's just like six or eight people like milling around there, and like two of them looked right at me. It was a guy and a girl like hanging out talking. They looked right at me, and I go, "Hey, what's up, guys?" And they go, "Hey, not too much." And they walk away from me like I, I just walk up behind and put my hand on the guy's shoulder. I go, "You're out." Put my hand on the girl's shoulder. Go, "You're out." And then I shoot all six of their buddies in the back and run away, out in the woods like a fucking uh, I don't know Viet Cong or something. And I did that three or four times. And I walked so far that I got to their spawn. Like like their spawn is uh, is basically where the bus drops them off onto the map. And like I was there waiting on them to get off the fucking bus. Hiding in the woods, <laughs> and That's they awesome, were not man. happy. I literally had like thirty or forty people shooting at me, but they're going into the woods, and I would just keep repositioning. But finally, they shot me many, many times it, in the back. It's <laughs> funny, you know, the tactics that that you kind of know intuitively. You see why they're so important. Like there was a point where I was shooting into the woods, and they were shooting out of the woods. And uh, some guy yells at me. He's like, you know, push forward, push forward. You know, don't let them shoot from the tree line while you're out in the open. And it's like, yeah, yeah, this is like real military stuff right here. This is like, I can totally see how they had, they were controlling the engagement, right? They were in the woods. I could barely see a thing. And I'm behind like, um, one of those gigantic spools that like AT&T might buy fiber optic cable on. Like, you know, they're four mm-hmm. feet tall. And, uh, it's, it, it, anyway, paintball was awesome. Uh, it's happening again almost exactly a month from now. 
And uh, I look forward to it. And it's going to be a different kind of event. Like the last one had 1,500 people. So there were a lot of people there, you know, who weren't there for us. The next one is going to be a lot more, you know, meet your commentator type thing. You know, we're going to be hanging out together. It should be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But that, I mean, I, I think we'll, I think we'll get a pretty good turnout. Cause like last time I did it, like I said, we had 150 or so people. So I think if we really push it and make a couple videos about it and just mention it, it's going to be good. I mean, those of you who are listening who have no idea what we're talking about, we're going to be in, um, um so CPX sports, right? Yeah. The, the URL is cpxsports.com. I'm saying like Charlie potato x-ray sports and, um, uh, it's, it's outside Chicago in a town called Juliet or something close to that Joliet. And, um, uh, and then that's where it'll be. It, it's a pretty cool thing. I'll do some videos about it to let you guys know. I think tomorrow the date gets locked in, but as it is now, they're talking about like 23rd through 26th. And, uh, I'm t- like last weekend I went paintballing it was my first time. And it was amazing. It might be one of the best weekends I've had in the last 10 years or something. Like, I, I still look back and think that was, it was just a really, really good time. I, I, I totally loved it and I can't wait to do it again. Yeah, it's, and I think we're going to be able to get you a paintball gun. I, I already took a look at the gun you're getting. It's pretty nice. It's pretty <laughs> I nice. heard it was pink. It's pink. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, very, very pink. That's that's a different kind of badass, man. That's <laughs> I'm not scared. So um so yeah, man, paintballing should be a blast. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Do we still have a guest? He's not talking because his mic hasn't worked. Um, oh, let me just go through. We've got a couple minutes left. Uh, yeah, what did you do? I- it. Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, I was gonna say we're gonna get you. I think it's, I think it'll be the same gun that you used uh, of mine. That gun of mine you borrowed. Yeah. So a lot of guys asked about the gun that I used in paintball. I try not to, to drag on too long, but uh, it's called an Empire Axe. It was a great gun. I used it all weekend. The gun, everything that went wrong all weekend was my fault, not an equipment malfunction. And that's really all I asked for. <laughs> uh, it, it, every time I pulled the trigger, it shot. It was perfect. It, it was all good. So, um, so yeah, I, I would love to get. Uh, get one like that again how, um, how much money investment is it to get out there you know i need to i'm going to look into that and get it right for um you know for when i tell people about the event you don't really need to buy much in terms of special clothes you can rent everything and uh, i don't know what do you think a weekend would cost you kyle is starting at like 150 200 it really depends on your play style if you it, if you're coming there with like nothing but like what you would go out with, like if you're coming there with jeans and a t-shirt, and no gun, no paint, no air, nothing, um, I think the paint's probably like seventy-five bucks a case. That'll last. That's going to last you the entire time if you're using a uh, a rental gun. Um, the uh, the gun itself is probably like twenty bucks. You can you can get out of there for less than two hundred for a weekend. Seriously, if you're if you're using a rental gun, and you're playing the kind of games that that we're going to be playing. Yeah, I'm positive. The reason Kyle mentions the rental gun is that, uh, like, the higher end guns gun. can shoot a lot of paint, and it means you have to buy more paint. Whereas the the rental guns, you, it's mechanical, and, and they, I I really don't think the the rate of fire is a big deal, but it it saves you money, that's for sure. Yeah, the guns like the gun that Woody was using was shooting close to twenty balls per second. The gun that I was using was I had it capped at sixteen balls per second, and, and I was doing every bit of that, so shooting fast. 
and it's a <laughs> lot of money, you know, when you consider, uh, you know, sixty to sixty to eighty bucks for two thousand rounds. It, it adds up when you're shooting twenty times a second. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see if we crash their website. I don't know if it's crashed. It's, it's would... a well-built site. It should be fine. I've never crashed it. It's slow. Yeah, I've that's slowed it. it, but I've never crashed it. Yeah, that's where it is right now. We slowed it. So, uh, let's, let's see if we can crash it. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Yep, but uh, but yeah, I'm totally looking forward to that. You guys want to talk about the games challenge? What games challenge? You probably, you probably, guys probably aware. Is this the the game three? Oh yeah, the game three sixty. I want in on that. I told him I wanted in, and uh, but I don't know if he wants me. Right? Do do you want me to kick it off, or you? I just started running with it. Keep running with it. All right, all right. So here's the deal. Um, There are a couple guys among YouTube commentators who sort of battle for this position as best player on YouTube, right? I'm not one of those guys. I know that, right? No one really says, like, I don't know, Woody or Sandy Ravage, it's one of them, right? It, like, <laughs> I get that. But um they're going to take some of the major YouTubers, typically the guys that are in that conversation, like maybe a Wings, maybe a Sandy, maybe a Socrates, uh, Ronald Dino, the Game 360 has had a ton of amazing scores, uh, X-Jaws maybe can be in that conversation, whoever those guys are, and do a big free-for-all. Um If... uh if there's room for me, I'd like to join it. If there's not room for me, my feelings aren't hurt. I know that uh, that I'm not Ronaldinho, right? But uh, but I'll go in there and throw my hat in the ring. Maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe lightning will strike. NASA one is saying he's the best. Okay, so you know, th- those guys who were in the conversation of you know, who's the best player? Oh, XCal. Um, they want to do a free for all. Junkyard. Junkyard. Let me let me save you time. XCal is the best YouTube player out there. Period. Really. That's right. Here's the reason why. Here is the reason why. Xcal generally plays by himself. He generally nope. does well with an assortment of different weapons. Nope. And he he, he does. Xcal plays with one other player. He which does. Which is the easiest he, way to get good games, right? It, yes, it, he does. But the I fact have a is, hard time. All his, if most you play of his with five strong guys. It is a challenge to have a standout game. It really is. I have them all the time. It's not that my challenge. No, dude. You, if you were to play with five super guys, it would be a challenge I, to get here. a standout game. You want to challenge game. me? You give me five super guys, I'll put five videos a day out of super scores. No, you won't. Because it's that no, easier won't. to spawn trap. Uh, it, it sucks, man. Especially if it's TDM, right? In Domination, there's an unlimited amount of kills. But, you need to um, go back and look at every TDM I've ever posted. Everyone else with a team. I don't doubt that, but I'm talking about a super team, right? If you had Xcal, Sandy, Ronaldinho, etc. on your team, you guys would all end up with like 12 kills. I mean, Donner Chiz is in the thing. Out. He knows I play with stack players all the time. It's not that hard. Xcal is the best because he does it consistently with bad players, and he wins with bad players. Yeah, every now and then he'll play with one or two other guys, which is which is just as easy, but. He will consistently do well with a, a large array of guns. Yet most of the people that are challenging for this so-and-so best player on Call of Duty mainly mm-hmm. play ground war, and they mainly just run flanks. And they yep. have a very good connection. They always pull host. And ground war, big scores, don't mean shit. Let me tell you this. I'm more impressed with a 70-kill domination 6v6 than I am a 120-kill domination 
on ground war, mainly because once you get a chopper gunner that does well and a gunship that does well back to back, you have 60 kills. So let me let me get a chance to respond to the stream. Some of these guys are emotionally retarded, and they seem to think that I don't think Excal's good. I have mentioned that Excal is a beast in like three dozen videos by now. He's usually my example of you know the, the strong players. But um, uh, what I was saying was that he, I was I watched most of his live comms, and he played with one other guy. And I think that is if you want to play a six on six game, playing with one teammate. For me, anyway, is when I've had the best results in getting those standout games. You know, when it's like me and Team Art and me and Onslaught and four guys that we don't know, that is when I have the easiest time getting you know extra good scores. So uh, here's a, here's another thing that Excal shines harder than Mark J or Game Three Sixty. His favorite weapon is the Akimbo Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, Excal will use his bad weapons, and that's amazing. Like, he's a great player, and, and one of the things you brought up was how many, how much the other guys play ground war, and that's a really, really strong point. You know, it, in ground war, when things start going your way and you work your way up to a powerful kill streak, then all of a sudden you have these ridiculously inflated scores. You know, it, when things go well for you in a six v six dom game, you're getting thirty, forty kills. To get like a 70 or like in the case of the game 360, 100, like, that's, that's really good. I don't mean to knock that, but, but ground war scores, you run flanks, you find more people. It's nice. I, like, I have a hard time doing well in smaller games with an SMG because I don't always get the engagements I want at the pace I need them to get a good score. You know, I can stay inside buildings in a 9v9 and get plenty of action. In a 6v6, you don't. You know, and, and you find yourself with an SMG out in the open. Which, you know, some guys beast with, but I struggle with. I think the best thing that should be done is uh, one of those game Dunzo servers that are like, uh, yep. you know, that that way connection is not an issue. Bat yep. or you are we just literally, you know, if that, well, bat because you know, <laughs> you know the range. You know, the do only that. way to do this is like a quarterback challenge. Hmm. Um, no, you know, because you can't you, you ever see that. You ever see like a quarterback challenge? All right, you have yeah, three but that guys. can't be recreated fairly for all yeah, the players. Yeah, three guys stand around, and they all know where they're at. They have to run from point A to point B and be able to kill three people and judge them by the time. That's the only way you can judge this because no, overall, like the, this is pointless. I'm much higher on Kyle's Game Dunzo free-for-all idea. I think that would be really Free-for-all cool. doesn't mean shit. What does free-for-all build you when you got to play a team-based game, which is 80% of the playlist? Um... I, dude, you're trying to figure out who's the best. You know who wins gunfights, and free for all does that. Gunfights, yep. gunfights are ten percent of a good player. I disagree. We're talking about no gunfight is the beginning. If 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 you, if you can't operate the gun, then you're not going to be able to play the game. Yeah, I think. If, yeah, but I can prove you wrong. I could take a guy who cannot shoot worth a shit and make him a two KD player. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Then all right, then do it. Find me a player who has... All right. Who, is who wants to volunteer that's under 2KD <laughs> right now, who has under 15% accuracy, send me a message on Xbox Live. You give <laughs> you give me one week, I will turn you into a 2KD player without ever talking about your gun skill. I look forward to this thing. I, I look I forward too. to it. I, you know what, Any, though? Here, but, I'll lay out this prediction. X-Cow won't do it. But let's get. Uh, I don't think he will either, unless we, we maybe lay some money down. No, let me get back. To, let me get back to how how I think this should be done. I think it should be done on as big a stage as possible, and I don't really know what that would be. 
but it would be uh, best of th- three free-for-alls, um, six-player. How many is in a standard free-for-all? Is it eight? Eight. I'm thinking you do it with six. I think you should pick six people plus your bot, who is the quote-unquote host. Um, pick your six best players. Let Put up a Facebook voting thingy on, uh, obviously, Facebook to figure out. That way it's impartial. There's no bullshit. Nobody's saying, oh, you should have picked this guy because he got 40 subscribers. No, do it on Facebook. That way, you people who are going to be watching it or voting on it, and get your, get get see if you can get. I mean, the problem is a lot of the, you know, the players that we think of as some of the best are kind of like hermits, and are kind of anti-social. So well, I don't. I, I, don't I think know we're if, talking like, about best YouTuber, right? Like, I, I don't think we're going for best player in the world. If you're going for best player in the world, <clears throat> excuse me. Then I think. Hold on. <clears throat> Then I think you know you want to go to like the MLG tournament in Columbus and pick. I'd say the, the best player in the world too, Stainville. But okay. I want to know. I want to know who the best player commentator is. Yes, and that, yes, yes. Therefore, exactly. I'm talking about. I'm talking about guys <clears throat> that are in our original circle that aren't guys who were pro gamers who were who are now breaking into commentary. I, you know, I don't begrudge those guys at all. I love St- I love uh, Hastro and all of those guys. But I'm talking about our traditional guys like uh, like Excal, uh, Sandy Ravage. Um, a lot of you keep saying Socrates, but Socrates is going to boot camp in like a week. He's going to the Air Force. He's going to get to play with uh, UAVs for reals. Um, <laughs> um, Socrates that would have uh, cl- qualified in my mind, you know. And and to game through sixty, right? Yeah, these he belongs in there too. He was in commentary March Madness, by the way. Um, I uh, you know just guys who are YouTubers and you know I I like to see him go. I'd like to compete. If the, oh, C Nanners, right? We need to throw C Nanners in there. We have uh, he will yet. never compete. Come on now. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think that he deserves an invitation. You know, that, uh, you know, I would love to see CNNers go in there and, and, and see what he could do. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, you know, that run at it. I, I, I look forward to this. I like the free for all with a game dunzo server idea. I think that'd be really cool. Oh, and my, some of the best players that people don't realize, Sam 5000. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, that was my second a, pick, Sam 5000. The stream's been talking about him. Sam 5000, like, some guys don't, a lot of the YouTubers know who's who, right? Like I've played with a lot of these guys that, that, you know, you know, and, and Sam 5000 amongst YouTubers is known as being awesome, right? He is really, really good. Um, one thing that I think is going to be a problem for him though, is the dedicated, I mean, dedicated server, great upload. Fantastic. It's still in Texas. You know, Mm -hmm. he's going to be on a two bar, I think, or a three bar there's only so much you can do about the speed of light. (laughs) So it, he would be at a disadvantage. But um, but yeah, he definitely you know, he's good enough. He's good enough to be in that conversation of best players. I just don't think that he can do well in the competition because of that, because of his connection. But um, uh, yeah, I, man, I hope that this takes off. I'd like to live stream it right here. I'd be down uh-huh. for that. I'm not going to get in it because I know I'm not the best. Why waste hmm. my time? I'll get in it. I don't care. I know I'm not the best, but uh, I might be the luckiest. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a, fun to see. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've won free for alls against some pretty good lobbies before. Uh, crazy things happen. The oh, Marker yeah. J, that's another like, guy who deserves an invite. Like, like the free for like I said, the free for all system is more about luck than anything else. I can walk into a free for all in a public room and win it nine out of ten times every time. And then if you get into a game a room where everybody knows what they're doing, it's whoever gets the good traffic and they can yeah. compromise on it. You I mean, know what you would be a good you know player, you have needs? a good spot, 
but if the traffic isn't there, you're not going to win. You know what Call of Duty Free For Alls need? They need what Halo has with King of the Hill. Imagine King of the Hill and Call of Duty Free For All. That would be fun. I guess no yeah. one agrees. I thought it would be fun. If you throw an objective into Free For All other than kills, I think that'd be really fucking fun. Well, they need, why, like, they need why like King of the Hill? Why is that so special? How is that a different objective than so many others? Because you got to stand in, you got to stand in a hot area, and people got to come test you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, I guess I do see what you're saying. And you, now. yeah, you don't get to pick your gunfights with with a standard free for all. You can pick your gunfights when there's an objective. You're like out there with your ass in the wind, you know, having to oftentimes win gunfights that you shouldn't win. The guy, I usually really the guy like who wins. this. Yeah, it took me a while to catch on. But I see what you're saying. You're like it, and and it's not even about kills. It's about owning this part of the map. Yeah, and you got to take stuns and frags out though, or it's, yeah, or it's oh, bullshit. That'd just be ridiculous, right? No one could hold an area of the map. But yeah, it, it, you know that'd be really cool. Yeah, and take claymores out while you're at it, I guess. But um, th- that would just be. Ah, I love that. I hope you know. I'd love to see that in Modern Warfare Three, like a King of the Hill free for all mode. Where you need to sit there, because in Modern Warfare 2 in particular, the real key to free for all was to run scavenger with claymores, own a building, work your way through the kill streaks, and then you're a winner. That, that's how it's done, and that you kill streaks win the game for you. Something like a- King of a- the Hill 12. that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. A twelve, right? Why that's don't we huge. have a mod calling out Xgal's shit player? Which one? We'll fix it. Xgal is not a bad player. Yeah, S Y N S T E R Bear. Everybody S-Y-N-Y-S-T-E-R that you see post YouTube, that every person you see on YouTube that post commentary is a good player. <laughs> they understand the game. They understand the map flow. They understand traffic. They understand how to get on the top of the leaderboard. They might not all be the same caliber of player, but they understand the basics, and they're not going to be the hindrance of a team. Yep, yep. Um, oh, that guy's not a mod anymore, by the way. Yeah, so, like, um, real, like, like that's just a, people are so silly. Like, like, do you think you're gonna, like, like, have you not noticed that we all like Jaws here and we all talk to him? He's our main. <laughs> like, come on, they're emotionally retarded. What, what can you say? <laughs> you know, um, I've noticed lately on videos, p- people have he- held hold video commentaries at such a high level. If you ever try to mess around with them, like I did a Gremlins video lately, people freak out. Like, why is people taking it so seriously lately? What? People take what too seriously? Like commentary in general. Oh, I, dude, I watched your Gremlins thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, Wings of Redemption applies his keen analytical mind to Gremlins and the time zone quandary. Like, yeah. <laughs> next, you think he's going to debunk Flubber? <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flubber, bullshit. Come on. Come Sorry, on. I, yeah, I can believe that maybe it's super bouncy, but how's it alive? <laughs> right. Yeah, the dude Flubber is totally bullshit. A human body cannot take that kind of change in direction without damage. <laughs> you know, he's bouncing you from know three horses. It is. <laughs> Even if he does ju- bounce out of a, a four-foot drop, you know that, that's still a four-foot, uh, four-story drop and a change of direction. That'll kill you. That'll kill you. Let me go to Superman catching Lois kid. Lane. She's dead too. She splatters Rest across his area. <laughs> Little ass dinosaurs. Come on now. Jurassic Park couldn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wings, I think you need to debunk all sorts of cartoons and, and ridiculous yeah, yeah. movies. It could be a new series. People didn't really understand it at all. Him. You know, how the hell does Bugs Bonnie tie a double-barreled shotgun and a bow? Exactly. 
dude, some of this stuff is not realistic. People think Tom and Jerry was real, but I have a, I have news for them. If you hit someone with a frying pan, that frying pan does not take the shape of their face. Debunked. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get some live video. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, wings. I think that you totally nailed all the uh, Gremlins believers that they're. Yeah, but the the idea of the video is supposed to be fun and like you know think like yeah that's some bullshit and then people are like this is stupid you know like seriously why the fuck do you watch videos I watch videos to be entertained I watch videos to smile why the hell do you watch videos if you want to sit there and cry about somebody talking about one of those analytical points of gremlins I am you know I don't do a really good job at predicting. Um, like which videos are going to be hot and which videos are not. Like I, I did one, I'll call it three weeks ago, where I did this parody of the uh, On Any Given Sunday speech, you know, where I like tried to rally troops about, you know, life is a game of tickets, domination tickets, whatever. And uh, it went over like a lead balloon. Like nobody liked that video. And I was psyched about it. I was like, oh, this one's a winner. Yeah, here it is. I can't wait to upload it. It's going to go wild. And it... It wasn't a winner for me. And sometimes that happens, man. Sometimes you just don't know which ones are going to be hot and which ones are going to yeah. be so-so. You know, you, you know how the thought pattern of the Gremlins video came out? I was talking to a friend of mine, and we started talking about Gizmo because his dog was named Gizmo. And we had a deep, in-depth conversation about the times. I'm like, man, I bet my subscribers would like to get on this conversation. And that's the whole thought I put into the video. What can you say? I put up a paintball video today not knowing how well it would go. And that thing was super well received. I, I was pretty excited about it. It, it people really liked that video. So people people are wondering: Is G Unit invited to the top commentator? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. I, I, I was, he actually been really quiet lately. I've heard nothing about G Unit in like a year. <laughs> well, that has to be because we're not looking, right? I mean, he's still making videos. He's still yeah, doing he his is. Thing. I mean, I respect him for that. He is in his own little corner. He he isn't going. He, he does he does his stuff, and he's happy. Is yeah. Muzzlefuss invited? I'm gonna let Cal handle that one. Yeah, I don't think I, well now. Yeah, I. You know, to to me, it's when I see an all star game like in hockey or something. Sometimes they'll be like, yeah, "I'll make up a name." You know, Wayne Gretzky didn't have that great a year. How come he got invited? Because that's who the fans want to see, right? Like, you know, he has a track record. He has that. There might be some guy who had a standout year, and this like particular three months he did better than an established star. But I choose who I want in my NHL All Star games, and if it's a star who's earned his way over the last six years instead of the last three months, then I I see where they're coming from. And if people want to see Muzafuzza in there, then uh, then Muzafuzza should be there because. Uh, you know, the people who go there should be the ones that people want to watch. That's my I mean, opinion. I, I agree with you. You don't pick, you, you don't pick Albert Pujols over Barry <clears throat> Bonds on your all-star team. I, I guess. I don't really know <laughs> my baseball. But um, uh, probably the, both of those guys belong there. But, uh, you know, it, there might be some guy with, like, 15 subs who's, you know, ex-Cal-like and... But if people would rather see Muzzafuzza, that's who gets in the All-Star game. So that, that's my take on it. I hope it really happens. I hope it really happens. I hope it happens on Game Dunzo servers to make it as fair as possible. And, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <sighs> When's it supposed to be? Does anyone know? 
I have no clue. I'm sorry, I don't know what we're talking about. We're, we're talking, talking about, about the, uh, the the game challenge again. Oh yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Congratulations on whoever wins because it will matter nothing. It matters, I think. I love the sunny outlook. I love it. <laughs> I'm just Congratulations saying, to whoever does it's like, it's like winning American Idol. Think, how many people actually did anything with American Idol victory? Carrie oh, Underwood. Can we go again? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Lots of people do stuff with their with their American Idol watch, wins. Watch the, watch, watch the chat. It's going to be good. It's, <laughs> it's not going to get to him for another second or two. A Kelly Clarkson they're calling out. And I don't know that you have to win-win either, right? It, it gets you know. I'll be who's right back. The, who's the... Um, I want to call him the rocker guy. Yeah, there's like he's there's bald. I know who you're talking about, David Cook. Is that yeah, him? Is that who I'm thinking of? Dowdy, fucking Dowdy. Dowdy, right. that's the guy I'm thinking of. The Daltrey or something like that. He he uh, he made Daughtry. a huge out of that. Daughtry. I, I pronounce it Dowdy for some reason. I just read it and spat it out. <clears throat> that happens. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, you know, someone who comes out of this being known as the best of the YouTube commentators wasn't Taylor Swift on there. No. Sure. Not that I know of. Well, I mean, I've been wrong before, but I don't think Taylor Swift was on there. Um. Yeah, man, I'd, I'd like to see this challenge. We'll see how many people want to get in it and whether or not, like, oh, wow, I, I just realized that whole thing about who people want to see being in the All-Star game is self-serving. I didn't mean it that way. But, uh, you know, if there's a spot for me on there, I'll I'll throw my hat in the ring and do my best. I uh, I sometimes hang with, with big dogs. But, but anyway, I would say, I would say, like, if you're top three, like, all those guys that, I, I can't think of his name, sorry, but the, it was the guy, it was the, the, the fat black guy who took second when Clay Aiken won, the, the skinny white gay kid. Uh-huh. Um, that dude, Ruben Stutter, that's, that was his name. That dude's got a record deal. He's still making records. Now, he's not blowing it up. He's not Lady Gaga, but that dude's making a living singing. Yeah, you definitely helped him. And He's pulling six I- figures. I read somewhere that the reason he didn't go big is he didn't have the conditioning to tour. Like he couldn't stay oh. on his feet long enough. He was like, like he was, he was in, he wasn't in shape to walk a block. And, uh, and you just have to be a little more in shape than that. Yeah, I would think so. But yeah, I, I would, if you place in the top two on American Idol, <clears throat> you're probably going to be a prof- professional musician from now on. If not, you're going to spin it into something else that's going to be profitable. Yep, I think you'll make your way into Vegas or whatever. You know, people will want to see you. Mm-hmm. And and doors will open for him, you know. And if he were to cut some weight and talk to a record deal, they'd be like, oh, I know you. You know, he's not getting the unknown uh, attention, right? He's getting the attention of a known guy. Yeah. Yep. I always like it when there's, like, somebody on American Idol who does something really fucking dumb, like pose for nude pictures during the show. Like, <laughs> and they get, like, it's, like there was some chick a couple years ago. She was fucking hot. But, like, I'll, I don't know how much money she was offered to post those news pictures while she was on the show, but it was the most retarded thing you could have done. It was like, seriously? You can't wait two weeks? Like, oh, uh, some people dude, are so dumb. So, um, Fear Crads, C-R-A-D-S, he and the Game 360 are organizing the challenge that we've been talking about, and they just tweeted, Mark of J and Ronald Dino are already in it. Um, they say there's a spot for me if I want to join, and I do want to join. I'll give up my spot if there's somebody more worthy. Like, you know, it, if they only want to have, like, nine guys total, and all of a sudden, like, you know, ex-Cal and NASA and guys who really deserve it, then I'll, I'll step back. But um, uh, if there's room for me, I'll definitely throw my hat in the ring and do my best. Um, but, yeah, so uh, that's pretty cool. Right? Let me let me list the guys who've already said yes. Um, Fear Creds, 
the game 360, Marco J and Ronaldinho said yes already. Um, they're reaching out to XCal. Um, I, I, let's talk about who they should reach out to, see if we can, uh, convince them that XCal should get invited. I'd like to see CNANers in there, right? Yeah, did CNANers puts up some yeah. really great scores. Um, Sandy Ravage. Yep. Sam 5000. I mean, just might as well let him fight Sam. the connection. If if Sam can like be in the top three with his connection, that's that's a win in my book. Yeah, I mean, Sam five thousand is easily good enough. He has such a disadvantage being in Europe, but uh, you know, he he's earned his spot. You know, he, maybe he goes on that list. Um, who else is is way up there with the beastly scores? Did we say extras yet? I no, like but he should be in there. Yeah, um, maybe a Bendro. I play with Bendro a lot. He's he's usually the best in our lobby. Um, Thunder Toro is he up there? I mean, he he gets beastly scores all the time. I don't know. <laughs> uh, It'd be interesting to see though. I hope they do that. Yeah. I hope they do it too. I hope they do it too. Who else is amongst? Oh, Socrates is going to be gone. NASA. Yes. NASA puts up some big scores. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see more. I, you know, it might be neat to throw in a pro if there's room, like a Hastro, and see how he does against all the. Like I, I say, pub stars, but I don't mean that to be a uh, insult, right? And all the guys who rock pub lobbies a lot. How about that? Uh, yeah. Like, if you want an unknown, I got somebody you can throw in there. They'll probably win the thing. <laughs> Is it Ryan? No, I'll throw JD Reed in there. Ah, you think he'd win? Probably so. I played with him before. He's an amazingly good player. I'll never forget when we were with that player who I will not name, and he had never gotten a nuke before, and he was he wanted to get a nuke, and we were all gonna like help him get it, and I invited JD in there, and JD was like, "Oh, so we're gonna help him get a nuke, huh? What? You've never gotten one?" And he literally gets the nuke in like two and a half minutes. It was <laughs> he calls it he calls it in, says, Nice playing with you guys and leaves. It was so fucking funny. Really? How did he get him yeah. a nuke? You were there with us. No 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 no. Reed got the we were trying to get the nuke for somebody else. And uh, I invited I invited J D Reed in there and, and Reed gets his own nuke and calls it in and leaves. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> oh I, I think see. you were there. We were he took his nuke on, uh, opportunity. Invasion, I, think. I, I think thought we he somehow invasion. arranged it so that someone else could get a nuke. And, and that. Dude, I remember we played with them. <clears throat> we were doing game battles tryouts, right? So we were just getting started. I, I had never even, well, I'd barely played uh, game battles before. I, I was playing with Socrates and JD Reed and Impulse and those guys a little bit. But um, we were doing these tryouts and we played with Preus. And we were playing against the most, like, the whole team was like Scavenger. Noob Tube, China Lakes, Danger Close, whatever. And they were just so annoying and we hated them. And we're like, Preus, get a nuke. And something like 90 seconds later, he was, he was calling in his nuke. It was just, <laughs> yeah, he, he was on fire and, uh, he's a really strong player. I got, uh, I got my birthday gift from my executive vice president the other day and I'm fucking loving it. She, what? uh, she got me a SOG. What is this thing? Fat Cat. It's, you it, got a vice president now? <laughs> he is an executive got, vice president. Executive vice president. 
It's the uh, it's the Sog Fat Cat. It's a, it's a folding knife made by Sog, and this thing is uh, it's Japanese steel of some kind and VG10 steel. I don't wait know. Up, wait up. Why haven't I got a job yet? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my parents. I had so many people fucking uh, coming at me like like my family were like, why didn't I get a job? <laughs> why yeah. didn't I get this job? I thought her title was princess. <laughs> it's not. No, absolutely not. No. All right. Now I got, a, I got a good idea who the VP <laughs> is, but. <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, I actually knew about that knife. I've seen pictures of it a couple weeks ago, but I, yeah, I it, kept the secret. Yeah, it's it's fucking sweet. I'm loving it. It's uh, <laughs> I've cut myself twice. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, you and your dude, cuts. it's so fucking Man, sharp. And, and yeah, they were small cuts. They were like <laughs> we went to paintball, right? And, and <sighs> Kyle's hands are covered with bandages, like he would just in, like improperly diffuse <laughs> like the an bomb on your fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 Kyle had some sort of firecracker accident. His his fingers are covered with bandages all over the place, and. Uh, He's uh, he's like, oh my god, it was so terrible. What? How did you cut him? Were you opening a package? All right, let me tell my end of his story. So, we're at the paintball field, and I'm putting together these uh, these guns. Ah, I just cut myself. Fuck. Oh my god, you are such a girl. <laughs> Go on. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I was putting these guns together, and I was sliding Picatinny rail covers on Picatinny rails on the Tiberiuses, which most of you think I'm speaking French right now. But anyway, I'm sliding rubber onto a piece of steel that's really sharp around the edges. And I kept getting these, like, I didn't even realize it because they were such small cuts. They were deep, but, like, oh they were really thin because the thing's, like, sharp as a cuts. fucking razor. So basically what I had, they looked like bitch cuts. They looked like paper cuts. But when you paper spread the skin, the skin apart, you can see they're really fucking deep. And my, my, literally my palms were like full of blood by the time I was done. All weekend so, long, this guy was making a big deal out of his paper cuts. He was practically limping from like door to door. Like, you know, like, <sighs> like he was crippled by these paper cuts. And, and his fingers were covered with bandages like, like, <laughs> like he had just gotten into a horrible fireworks accident. And I'm like, Kyle, man, like what is up with this? <laughs> <laughs> like it, you're, you're a man, right? Now, everyone experiences pain, but you get to choose how you react I'm to tired pain. Of shit from you. And you chose bitch. Like, you chose bitch. Like, you can choose how you deal with pain. I always want to stab him in the thigh right there, <laughs> and I want to hear him just like, ah! and be like, "Whoa, you choose to go the bitch way, huh?" No, all right. Oh look, my god! All it wasn't a matter of me being a bitch. It was a matter of me knowing that I was going to be working, like putting stuff together the whole weekend, and like playing paintball and doing stuff with my hands. And I wanted them to like heal together so that every time I did something, it wasn't painful. All right, that's all. I don't, and I don't want to get any infections in my fingertips because they're expensive. Uh huh. Sounds like <laughs> yeah. somebody's a sissy. Oh man! All right, this is bullshit. I, what, one of them still hasn't healed. I'm looking at it. When we go back, we're gonna do a pants check just to see if he's really a oh, guy. Oh my god, Kyle! Someone in the stream wrote, "Kyle wrecks Woody in a fight any day." I'm glad they know the truth. I'm glad what? they know. <laughs> see, that guy knows what's up. See? <laughs> Uh, I thought for sure you were going to be like, uh, actually, that's not true. But, uh, no, I but, so yeah. wish that I knew what, first, alright, like, like we've, oh my god, I'm effed. In real life, fi- not, in real life fights, knives find their way into rib cages. No, in real what life, you, what fi- he's yeah. going to beat me like 99.99, 999 times out of a thousand. That, the one time is how somehow, like, I magically get his foot like I did when we were fighting in the, uh, 
the uh, the hotel room and I bite a toe off and he just. Goes, <laughs> I think I think if I'd bitten one of his toes off, that would have been the end of the game right there. And I was considering it. I, I we were like tied in a knot and I had his foot and I go, I got his foot. I got his foot. What do I do with it though? <laughs> and I, I kind of like leaned for it, like I was gonna bite it, but then I was like, Nah, it's weird. And so I didn't bite it. But I was thinking about biting it. <laughs> oh, and there was one point, like after Woody beat the shit out of me, where like I was like, if we all we can all take him if we go at once, and like three of us jump him at the same time, and like I've got Woody's left arm with both of my hands, like holding it down, and uh, I've got my legs wrapped around his legs. And I'm like, I got his legs! I got his legs! Get him! And like, when we, and you know, everybody piles on top of him, and we get him down, he, he gives up. And when we, when we all start getting up, I realize I didn't have Woody's legs at all. I got fucking Eric the Aviator and some kind of crazy leg lock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was all in a hotel bed. And it was all in a hotel, ro- yeah. 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 Being hotel- videotaped, by the way. Three dudes wrestling around in a hotel bed, scantily clad. Glad. That part's not true. Mike Hard Lemonade, empty on yeah, the there floor. Was Mike's Hard Lemonade flowing like wine. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a lot of fun that night. It was fun. Like I don't. It, yeah, it, it is. It is actually pretty gay. Even even more so by the fact that like there was a cameraman standing by. It, it was like oh, a gay. Yeah. If somebody had walked by, totally looked like a gay porno shoot. Totally did. <laughs> I like Mike's Hard Lemonade. That stuff was. Yeah, boss. you had like a blueberry or blackberry or something. It wasn't like the lemonade. It was like lemon. Yeah, it was dark. Fish or something. I, left, I don't know. Yeah, I left that. I left in a bottle of that and like half a bottle of tequila in the in the hotel. So somebody got a hold of that. And it was funny. Like normally, I would like drink one and stop right on the spot. Like you know, no big deal. But uh, because we were live streaming, they were monitoring my drinking progress, and people were like you know knocking on the door, <laughs> waiting time for more, and uh, they just kept feeding it to me. And I had got you that disgusting little bottle of liquor that Taylor then drank. Yeah, Merka Durka like, downed it like a boss. We go to this, me and Eric go to the liquor store, and I get I get some tequila and some margarita mix, and I go to the guy behind the counter, and I'm like, what's the what's the worst tasting alcohol you have? And he he's and it's he's a Middle Eastern guy, and he's like, and it's funny because he didn't have an accent, but I'm going to give him one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is Red Stag, it is terrible. And I'm like, hmm, red stack, huh? No, no. You got anything worse than that? Ooh, these right here. And, and like, we get the second bottle, and it's like, what was that shit? It was like Blackberry Death or something. Oh, it was terrible. It was so bad. It was like 99 proof Blackberry shit. And Taylor drank the whole thing down like a beast. It was fucked up. It was fucked up. Hey, you know what? So, so I actually really like this conversation, but there's a bunch of Modern Warfare 3 info that came out tonight. You want to talk about it a bit? I want to talk about why the hell is Mario selling liquor? <laughs> Dude, check this out. There's a yeah, perk Mario. called... Want to get fucked up? There's a perk called Covert that blocks kill cams. Interesting. Been, that's been out... We, we've been asking for that for a while. Not we, but it's been out there for a while. People want it. That's pretty cool. You know what I would like? You know what would be a fun perk? We should what? get one that forces you to watch the kill cam. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, so I could like teabag prior to the kill, do a 360 and, and shoot you in the head and, and make you watch that kill cam. That would be awesome. That I think there's be that bad. no stopping <laughs> power, no jug. Um, ghost is a second tier perk, which I'm going to guess it competes with some of the better ones. 
Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, lightweight uh, is tier two, so it competes with covert. I wonder if tier two is still going to be the big thing. Mm, I would think so. I don't oh. like that there's ghost in there again. That's some bets. I don't like the ghost either. Claymores are supposed to um, replenish from scavenger, which I think. Oh, is why bad. not? Why not? That's I just don't like such that. a fucking stupid idea. Those fucking yeah. dumbasses. It, oh my god, man! Because like, there's pretty effective strategies. Like you'll, for example, second story on Overgrown in the library. Yeah. Right. You put a claymore by each door with an AA12. You can hold that thing down for days, and yeah. and you never run out of clay. Claymore. You literally force. have to assemble a squad of three to make sure you take that dude out. You have to be yeah. like, go, 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 and everybody rushes in with flashes and stuns. Like you can't fuck with that. It's, oh, they're so dumb. I, I've had, and I know I know for a fact of, of a couple of the guns that are going to be in the game that they haven't announced yet, and there's some bullshit guns as well. It's, well, really? Because I, I don't, I don't yeah. uh, care about the guns that much. I care uh, about how the AA-12 guns behave in the game. Light gun. See, but like, if there was an AA-12 light gun, but the range was so short that it hardly mattered, or like they can do something with a fully auto gun. That makes it more usable. You know, if if it was perhaps three hits to get a kill on there, then all of a sudden it's a fairly balanced gun. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't care. Like, it could be a bow and arrow as far as the animation on the screen, but if it had no travel time and it was an instant kill, it'd be worse than any sniper. Fair enough. So yeah, by the by the gun name itself, like I don't know, it really depends on how they make it play. Oh, yeah, a, the best example, and you're an expert in this, is uh, in real life, LMGs have hardly any recoil. Oh, yeah. Like, right. real life LMGs, like, you're going to be pretty slow, but like a saw, fully loaded, is like 20 pounds, dude. Uh, and it has no fucking recoil. It's it's an M16 with no recoil. And, like, it, it's fully auto. It's You, you could destroy some shit with a, with a saw. It's inaccurate as fuck, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it, matter. In real life, LMGs would play much differently than they do in Call of Duty. So that, uh, I don't know what to say. You know, that, that that kind of tells me something, that it doesn't really matter which guns they include in the game. It only matters how well they can get them balanced. Here's they did a pretty question. good job in COD 4. Are they bringing Idols way back? Hope so, man. Is it gone on snipers? It's It's gone on almost everything in Black Ops. Hmm. There's no gun other than sniper rifles on Black Ops that has idle sway. Are they all at zero? I didn't even notice. I should know that. But they're all at... There's no idle sway whatsoever? No idle sway whatsoever. Huh. But the recoil is so big in Black Ops, it almost replaces it. Like, you need... Yeah, but you, that's another factor that can make guns happen. Like, you can make LMGs a lot more accurate than assault rifles, but they have idle sway. So you can't pinpoint shot, shoot people, but anything medium range, they're fucked. Hmm. Yeah, they, that, yeah, the tools they have are damage, the damage fall off, um, idle sway, rate of fire, and, that might and be recoil. It. Yep, recoil. Those are the things they can mess around with. And they, in COD 4, they did a pretty good job of keeping the guns fairly balanced. Now, everyone knows MP5 and M16 were considered the top ones, but it, it seemed like there was a situation or a style of play that would make almost any gun the best gun in the game. Like, you did. I could run around in... Is it Block? Is that the ugly gray one with the two buildings on each side? 
Yep. Yep. You could run around there with either a shotgun <laughs> or what? Nothing. I don't know what everyone's laughing. Um, <laughs> so uh you could run around on block with either a scorpion or a shotgun and have a pretty effective game there. Or you could have a sniper rifle. Like it, there were different playstyles that made everything kind of work fairly well. And I don't know, that seems to be hard to pull off. What the hell did Kyle do in the stream? <laughs> <laughs> what is this is not good radio what did you do here it is i didn't do anything you, there's no you don't have to stop i'll you know you just keep on going <laughs> oh boy oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you lord radio does not condone third-party websites on it or its live stream or radio telegraph to broadcast Motherless.com oh is not affiliated with Pinkill already whatsoever. I <laughs> this video is just starting. Uh, let's just say um, she's taking her panties off, and that dog is psyched. <laughs> oh boy, he's licking her back. That's not oh. her back, Woody. We're gonna need an anatomy lesson for you. No, it was, <laughs> and and there it is. <laughs> that just happened. Oh man, that dude, that dog is psyched. I <laughs> um, wow, wow. So what? She just she just touched his unit to in, inspire him to come back. He didn't really stay very long. I'm gonna narrate this thing. <laughs> I had to say though, like. This is definitely consensual. This is a re- <laughs> this is a really really happy dog. This guy is is yeah. This I this is a happy dog right there. He's psyched. He comes around every so often and what is uh, even? I'm not still watching it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I owe it to the what screen. What is the Shoutcast play by play? She's doing it again. She. Yeah, she, it seems like, so the dog will hop on, uh, from the back, uh, doggy style, as you might guess. And, uh, and he, he only stays for a second or two, and then he comes around and starts licking her face and such. He, he's, she's not getting what she's looking for. She being the, the human woman in this situation. Yeah, I'm gonna keep linking the stream. Trying to say the, the dog can't give it to like she needs it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep linking the stream, you know, I mean, if, if you don't wanna see some fucked up shit, then I suggest you don't click it. Because I'm, <laughs> right now, I'm going through the related videos of that last video, and you can imagine they're of the same nature. Wow, they're they're making this uh, video lag. It, it, yeah, he's greeting her like he would a dog. <laughs> sniff, sniff, sniff. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! What to get to the end of that video? <laughs> get to the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's got a horse in it. Oh man. <laughs> Touching the package is not what all she does in that video. Oh, Whoa, yeah. that last one I said ahead. really rough. Oh boy. Yep. Yeah, it's it's on now. She is Oh, that dog is uh that is a happy dog right there. He's totally He's not psyched. straight away from home. <laughs> no, he's not. That is a dog that will never run away from home. He knows where his bread is buttered. He is uh You know what? I think he's going a little too fast. Quite frankly, I, I think I don't know. I'm looking at his pacing. Maybe I should reconsider. He's he he's a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> yeah, for the people complaining, just don't fucking click it, bro. Don't click 
you know where I'm going? I'm not sending you like links to like butterflies and shit. This is some hardcore shit. The idea is to get that reaction out of you. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's Painkiller Ready, episode 54, with our guest for like 10 seconds, Ian. Yep. Such a good boy. Such Bitches. a good boy. Good boy. Good boy. It's a good puppy. All right, that was it. It's-